All right, everyone, and welcome back to the Effort Over Everything podcast. I'm your host, Jason Kleepa. On today's episode, we have the founder of the Ultimate Hawaiian Trail Run and the Kiala Foundation, Aaron Hoff. Now, Aaron is an incredible human. He's gone through a lot in his life, and he's dedicated himself to helping the youth of Kauai and now the youth all around the world overcome drug abuse, overcome challenging situations, and thrive in their life. Aaron is just always great to chat with. I've gone out to the trail run so many times this year. I'm not able to make it, and I wanted to at least share the message of what they're doing. The race is coming up shortly. Make sure you guys check it out. Now, before you dive into the episode, if you haven't rated or reviewed this podcast, would really appreciate it. We have some incredible athlete episodes coming up shortly. Next week, the week after, we had some great episodes in the past. Make sure to go check them out. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. And let's hear what Aaron Hoff has to say about the Ultimate Hawaiian Trail Run. Let's go. Recording because you're Do the it. best. Hey, so here we are, Aaron and Rachel. And, uh, and Rachel. And Rachel, and we're talking about the ultimate Hawaiian trail run. Uh, what year is this for you guys? This will be the eighth annual trail run. Oh, man. And, you know, you're wearing this give. big shirt, and it says give. And give. out of all the people I know in my life, you are one of the biggest, if not the biggest, giver. Um, you give a lot of support to the kids. You give a lot of your energy to getting the trail run ready. Um, so what is the ultimate Hawaiian trail run, and how have you been able to make it eight years? By not giving up. Not giving up. Making so what have let, you been don't. doing? This is your eighth year. What have you been doing? What was this last week like? Because you said you were getting the trails ready, right? So the last week, so we prepared for a Labor Day race, which is a motorcycle race. So I collaborated with the Garden Island Motorcycle Club, and we were up there, like, cutting trails. And they cut 17 miles of trails up there. Can you imagine that? And I'm telling you, like, I put a little video the other day when we were cutting. Yeah. And literally, like, there's to cut. It's just you can't even, like, yeah. I, at the end of the day, I went home. I had heat stroke because you're in the mountain and you run out of water and you run. You know what I mean? It's just it's brutal. You I ran out of water and I was like, I'm not walking back to the truck because I just want to finish this last 20 feet. But that last 20 feet is just, you know what I mean? It's just, you're, you're cutting through walls of ferns and this stuff called guinea grass. And it's, it's brutal. It is literally like brutal. I mean, and now, when is the, so the race is coming up here in a couple of weeks, yeah, right? September, September 18th. And so you're a couple next weeks weekend. out. Actually next weekend. That's right. And so yeah. from a, from a race perspective, you know, last year you guys had to do it online. And I've been able to yeah. participate many times. I love your event. I think it's incredible. It's more than just a race. It's, a, it's an experience. It really, really is. And so last year going online, how are things looking for this year with travel restrictions and COVID? Uh, do you think it's going to be more of a local turnout this year? Or what do you think is going to happen? So, so we have people from all over the world coming in for it. Um, the travel restrictions, it's the same as it was. However, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot of hype on the TV and you know, it's, it's none, it's, it's overhyped on the TV about COVID and it's like if the volcanoes going off in Hawaii and they put it all over the news, they think it's happening. Kauai is going under the water with lava. And it's not, it's just, it's just, it, it's, 
it's not it's not bad over yeah. here it's it's we're basically but we are taking precautions you know i'm working with the state and the and the the health people over here will will have to do the the different thing this year is everybody when they come in registration day they have to have their vaccination card or they have to have a negative covid test that day and my friend is um poipu md is providing donating all the all the tests for free so you show up get your registration get a test if it's negative you're good to go and then the day of the it'll probably it's going to be a lot like year one which is i'm very happy about because that's to me that's the most roots we're being bringing it back to the roots you know what i mean it's going to be you're going to show up there the track is all drawn out you'll pull up we're not going to have a big pile up start you're going to show up with your friends and you're going to just hit the trails and you're going to if 5k or 10k and this year the trails there's areas where no humans have been and it's pretty much like when you walk back there the energy is so like unhumanized i mean you can't really put a a word you know, on it, it to yeah. me it's just like you really feel like the presence of god or whatever in there that it's just it's so alive and just so sacred and untouched and and beautiful it's like walking into like the garden of eden these trails you know you're walking back in places where no humans have been and, and it's so, um i mean here you are you're putting in all this work you've been doing it now for years and years and years i've been able to see what you've done and you're providing crossfit and jiu-jitsu for so many kids in the island how did yeah. you guys get started um like what made you decide this particular path you just saw obviously you saw an issue and you wanted to oh, solve so yeah it. so i Growing up, I got caught up in drugs and all that. And the, the lifestyle here, it's like a cycle of, you know, it's like the kids that over here on the island are just headed to the slaughterhouse. The, they're, the chances of them are almost 100% of getting in touch with, you know, alcohol, marijuana, cocaine, fentanyl. Now, the, the, the progression of that, the, the environment's just saturated with that. And a lot of people think Hawaii is coconut trees and beaches and all that, but that's the it is one of the deadliest environments to raise a kid because it's, it's one road, you know, there's the beaches that there's only so many places you can go and everybody hangs out there, the drug addicts the this and that. So, and, and the thing about our drug addicts is that they're not a threat. You know, they're family members. They're, you know, they're good. They're people that have been raised here. So you're conditioned to be safe around them, even though they, they do that type of stuff. So it's like, you know, if, if a kid's walk, so say shipwrecks beach, that's yep. the, the beach where all the kids like to go surf. So when there's drug addicts and stuff hanging out there, the kids go there every day and they walk past it and walk past it. And the more you walk past it, the more you get comfortable with it and you start to meet these people and you become familiar with, you know what I mean? And it, and it becomes less of a threat. And then when that over time going back and forth over there, that wears down. And the next thing you know, they're hanging out. And, that, and then you're caught up in it because um, because a lot of those guys are unreal surfers. You know, these guys are like like top games athletes, but they're, you know, it's just a different environment. So these kids look up to these people because they're really good out in the water or they're really good divers or they're really good hunters or the, you know what I mean? So those guys are, have already been caught up in it. So these kids are already just, they're, their role models are these people. So it's and, like, and so it's, what it's are you, just... Like but you pull them out of it and help them through fitness and jujitsu. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I basically created, so I was sober and I saw this problem happening and, and I, and I 
continually tried to work, you know, I worked with, I work with so hundreds, if not thousands of people and families over the years. And, and I seen that there is no environment that like what I, so I had to create this environment, the environment that the Kiala foundation is an environment that has been created that, that kids, when they come into, you know, they, they not only do they get in shape and stuff, but they're being coached on how to process trauma on how to deal with bullying on how to do that. You know what I mean? So, and that's, that's the thing in life that kids are so neglected, even all over the world, parents to be able to teach a kid how to deal with anger, you know what I mean? To, to find out that dude, if you get mad at this person and you don't forgive that person, when you guys separate, you carry that anger. You're the one that's carrying the poison, you know, and, and you need to learn how to process that. And if you don't, you're going to stuff that. And then you're going to have another experience with this person and this person, this person, and then you stuff all these things. And then what happens is, you know, you, they start to feel this feeling of dis-ease, you know, that's, that's like disease, but you put a hyphen in between that. It's dis-ease. That's that feeling right there. Right. And then, so these kids are not feeling good in their skins. They're not feeling, you know what I mean? They're like, you know, when you're growing up, your kid, you're goofy looking and you're this and that, you know what I mean? You're just growing into yourself. So these kids, on top of that, they're not, they don't, they feel like, and they keep this inside and they don't know where it's coming from, but, the, and that's how come suicide in, in youth is, and drug use and all that stuff is so high because that feeling is never, they're never taught how to process. And then they'll be around, they'll be in that environment. They'll take a hit off a joint. And when they do that, they'll automatically feel good. Right. So that's, then their brain starts to relay. If I want to feel good, I can do that. You know, it works. It's temporary, but, it, um, but it works. You know what I mean? So kids are going to start to gravitate to, cause everybody wants to feel good. Every human being at the end of the day wants to feel good. And, but if they're not taught, you, you can do that naturally soberly without having to go to any drugs, alcohol, whatever you, you have a natural mechanism in your body to be able to feel that way but you lose touch with that. So then you start to go to these things outside of you and, and then, and then addiction begins, you know, and it's, and it's not just drugs and alcohol. It's there's sex, there's pornography, there's making money, working, all those aspects that come into play that, that, that humans use to be able to, to, to make themselves feel good. But, and, but it's only temporary, you know, you get, you, you know, you set a goal, you hit the goal and then boom, you're back. Here right. you are with yourself and you know it's it's crazy so and the environment we using create, fitness though right so you're using fitness yeah, to I, well, I, use, I use yeah fitness i use fitness to be able to get their minds so we've created this entire curriculum that we're going to hopefully by the end of the year will be done that we'll be able to provide people so the curriculum is so let me if, if i was to look at this is we just have this curriculum right now i'll look at it yeah tell me about the curriculum so, i want to know well, say today yeah Dude, this is like, will change how a lot of gyms, this, this will change the way kids coaching is done and teen coaching is done. This is like, this stuff is like, it's, it's amazing. And it's like, so say today, or no, yeah. What is, so say today, if today's, today's workout would be, what happens is the coach will get this workout and, and today's one is on intention. That's the topic of the day that these kids are going to be talking about. And we have, so the coach needs to go, 
and read this. And the, so say today is, what does intention mean regarding action or inaction? How do you evaluate your intention or that of others? And how important is that? And then it goes down. Do you want me to keep reading it? Well, no, I'm just, so how many, how many criteria do you have? So intention so is every, So intention for that day, these kids are learning about intention. Yesterday, they learned about integrity. Um, the other day, they learned about letting go. So you figure this, this program, the Kiala Foundation structure only works if it's year round. Okay, so this, this, this class, these kids are coming year round, four days a week, being taught about intention, about integrity, about letting go, about clarity, and all these things that that nobody teaches, you know. So when they're getting this stuff on a regular basis, is you you will be equipping kids with the best skills to be able to succeed in life because they'll they'll start to understand these things, you know. And and like I have a, uh, I just I just started coaching. So say these volleyball girls. Sure. Over here, I just I just took 18 of them. They they totally because of COVID stop. You guys can't um, train. So I'm just like whatever. My friend calls me. I'm like, just bring them down. I'll coach them. So seven o'clock at night, I'm showing up two days a week, and I've been doing it for maybe a month and a half. And these kids, I've already gotten them. So when the say the first class, I sit them down. And I tell them, okay, you guys, what's your goals? They're like, oh, this is my goals. I want to graduate. I want to make the volleyball team. I want to do all these things. And they're okay. Boom, and I'm okay. So, and I then I kind of just leave those goals there for a second, and then I'll start to talk to them, joke around. Then I'll come out. What are you guys up to now? So, you know, how much time do you spend on your Instagram? Boom. Oh, a lot. Boom. How much do you spend TikToking? A lot. I'm a, you know, I start drawing out what they're doing, and then after that, I say, okay, guys, do you think these things you guys are doing now are helping you guys achieve these goals you want to? And they're just over there shaking their head. They're like, no. Okay, now this is what an inventory is. And successful people do this. A store does this. If they don't take an inventory, they're going to have a bunch of stuff on the shelves that don't sell. You know what I mean? So this is very important for you guys to start to be able to like look at what are you doing to help you achieve these goals? And it's and it doesn't matter. I'm like, you guys can do whatever you want with it. I'm just telling you this is the way that you guys can find out what's not working so that you can start to do more of what you want so you guys can achieve. And then they're, so they're starting to do inventories. And I, and the other night I says, okay, I, I want you guys to do an inventory on your friends. Who do you hang out with? All these guys, are you guys good friends? Do an inventory on them. Find out what are they doing? What are they, are they helping you? Are they a person that you want in your life to be able to, that, that's going to help you achieve these goals? I'm all, it's not, they're not, it's not that they're bad people or this. I'm all, you know, you can actually start to, look at your life. And these are kids that are 16 and 17. The lights are going on. You know what I mean? And that's, and nobody teaches that nobody's ever taught these things. And these are the things that I've learned through sobriety that have saved my life and countless other people's lives. So and speaking of which, it's, so, it's, so it's more than, obviously I think you're taking a direction that's way more than fitness. I think when you first started out, yeah. you were leaning on kind of CrossFit and, and then jujitsu, but now it seems like you're taking a little bit more of a um, well, that's always the fitness is the key because the fitness part is suffering brings together, especially like if you're in, 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 at war, you'll have a bond with another person who's been in a foxhole with, you know, anybody right. who's been through war, you share that experience of suffering and pain. CrossFit, you create that. And then these, so the kids that are kind of all, they, they start to have a feeling of like, you know, 
what's the word for it? Yeah, culture, familiarity. Community. Yeah, community. yeah. Familiarity. So community, like yeah. So a camaraderie, yeah. Yeah. So, so that is the base. So once you can create, once you can, and I, I never knew how to create that until I got into fitness. So that is one of the key components of the whole entire program is you have to create that area where you can suffer. And, and fitness is, you know, it's super positive, you know what I mean? And it's, and it's um, not, the, you know, body, mind, and spirit are the three things of a human that they need to maintain to keep themselves achieving in life. And the, when you can get them to be addicted to fitness because it's fun, man, that's, that opens the world. And, and after you do that fitness, their brains are alive. All yeah. the things are going. So then that's your opportunity to come in and just hit them with these things. And, and man, the, the, it's, it's life-changing for these kids. And you may not even see it now. Like I've seen it, it wasn't right away. But there's kids now that I've worked with for 10 years that are coming back that are that would have should have been strung out on the street. You know what I mean? That their lives, that's where they're headed. And now they're like successful. They got jobs. They got careers. They got dude. It's it's unreal. It's I, I love it. it. It's so it's so simple. You went through a long process, or I shouldn't say a long process. You went through a process to you know when you were going through re, you know to get off drugs and whatnot. And so are you still leaning on the principles from that program? Do you still? Oh, it's, it's all, I base everything. That's what you I, base I use it, It's off the 12 steps. I base yep. a lot of my stuff because it's the way every human being needs a structured set of, okay, do this and do this and do this. And if they don't have this, they'll never achieve the, the goal. What'll happen is they'll do this, 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 they'll start to feel a little better and then they'll be okay with that. And, you know, and then complacency comes in and then they never succeed at you know and, and a lot of people don't know because they've never gone through this process but like i've gone through this process and i've took so many people through this process that when you get through it man you're you're a different human being you have the ability to walk people back from the gates of hell that's basically because you you know the way back to yourself you know it's it's heavy how it works i remember you telling me a story how one of the parts of the 12 steps was that you had to make amends with everyone that you, mm -hmm. you know, made challenges with. And I remember you telling me you would just like walk up to people randomly. I mean, and you ended up going to court like 15 times. Yeah, right. I went to, yeah. yeah, I went to jail for like, but, but I had to in order to clean up my past. You know, I had to, I had to go do these things. You have to. Otherwise, they're just weights that you carry. You, you might not be able to see it, but those are the things that keep you from being free, you know? The scariest thing for me, I sat, so when the steps go, you know, you go through the steps, one, two, three, the fourth one is you make an inventory of your entire life. And take in mind, the kids aren't doing these massive inventories because they haven't done as much damage. Mm. Oh, so, so the they number, don't have- Step number four is actually inventory in the 12 step process. Yeah, so the step, oh. yeah, the step, step four is made a searching and fearless moral inventory of yourself. So you're sitting okay. down writing from day one, all the crap you did and all the crap people did to you and then on the fifth step you got to sit down with another human being and just open the closets and i'm just like i can't tell this guy this stuff there's no way you know there's like but then when you find a person who understands the process and does it it's it's amazing how like after i did that dude it was like i brought all this darkness to light and i i was at a place where i f felt so free you know just unbelievably like you know just like it's you can't even put it, you know, it's like, 
being totally okay with who I am, where I was right, you know, being able to sit with myself and just love myself right where I was. Even, and I was in a treatment center. That was, I was in a drug treatment center facing things I had to walk through that people, you know, that make, that people kill themselves over. You know what I mean? I'm just like, it's like, I, I owed people money. I had people looking to kill me. I had, you know, I had, yeah, it was, it was not a good place, <laughs> but I was, but it was the best place for me. I was just like, man, this is like, wow. You know, I feel so free right now. And, and, and I know I'm going to be able to. That. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, and I've, you know, I've, I've worked with the worst of the worst. I've worked with murderers. I've worked with, you know, I've child molesters. I've worked with just people that are, are just throwaway in society that are actually get come back to a, a way of life. That's actually worth living, you know, being able to get right. And actually, and a lot of those people are, they have such an impact on so many people because they've gone through it. Now, now they're helping people who people don't even want to help because they've done certain things that they know what it's like to walk out of. You know what I mean? It's, a, it's, 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 it's hard to describe it, but it's, it, but it's, it's, it's so cool to see the whole process when it happens. So how many schools, I mean, how many children are you impacting now? Like, I mean, you've impacted a lot of people over years. You've raised a lot of money. You've done a lot of really, really, really good stuff. And I mean, you know, what does that look like today versus eight years ago? I mean, when you first started and then before that, yeah. And then I want to talk about before that because, but let's just get into like, where are we at today? I mean, because you guys have done a lot of good stuff. Today we have like, I mean, so we're running, the, the nice thing about COVID was a blessing for us because we were growing at a pace that would have probably been unsustainable and it would have crushed us. You know, and the, the animal is growing way faster than I could raise enough money to do. You know what I mean? But so it stopped and then we resetted and really focused on cr- getting the curriculum done this year and to be able to have that set in stone so that other people, because there's gyms all over the world who are interested in what I'm doing and what the Fo- Keala Foundation is doing. And I want to be able to have this curriculum say, here, go change your community. You know, so we've been able, right now we're in a place where we're almost done with the curriculum. We're at a place where, um, you know, we're putting together, we have a great program for a kids. Um, it's like an intervention camp. Uh, it's basically, it's like a, you get kids when they start to mess up and it's, it's all CrossFit based. It's like our program that we do now, but condensed in a more of an intense environment. And that's out in the wilderness camping. And so that'll be coming out in the middle of next year. So these, so, so that's kind of where we are with that. And we're still in, we got our gyms going, we got kids classes going and it's just, everything's really got gotten fine tuned to where it's going to be replicable in any community that chooses to try this format, you know? So is your intention then to put out this curriculum to anybody in the world who wants to use it? Oh yeah. Cause it's a, it's a, it's a gift, man. It's like, I want every community to be, have. every community deserves to have this because if they don't have something like this they're just it's it's just mass destruction you know it's because the drugs the fentanyl and all this stuff that's happening now is coming in at such a fast rate you know there's and there's so much dysfunction in our environments right now that it's like if if this does doesn't you know i don't see anything else on the future I mean, that's so how you, for me, this is, this is one of like, this event to me is the most essential event that needs to happen 
because it's going to fund something that is so beautiful that won't just impact the little island of Kauai. It'll impact all the, any gym that chooses to have this. It won't just impact the kids. It'll impact the coach who's coaching this to the kids because they got to read this stuff. And then they're going to start learning how to process and do these things and talk about things they don't want to talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's so a, tell me more, a, a little yeah. bit more. Cause I know that you talked about, you know, taking inventory and intention, but like, so how, how long is the curriculum? It's a year long. It's and a one year long go, curriculum. It's a one year long curriculum. So the coach will have everything when they, when they look at it, they look at it and then, and they'll have us, there's an option to what we're looking at having us mentor them because I don't want to just give this. Oh, it's not a curriculum where you go, okay, here's a curriculum you follow because it goes deeper. You got to have somebody who's, if they really want to change their community, they got to be ready to change, look at themselves too, because it's, um, there's a way to communicate this stuff and it's, and it takes experience and it takes walking through hard things to be able to communicate that. So if I'm an angry person, that means I've never processed my anger. So how can I go over here and teach these kids how to let go of anger if I've never know how to do it? It's, it's, it doesn't work like that. And it's, um, does that make sense? Yeah. So would each class, let's just say I was teaching a class, would each class then start off with me providing some type of uh, insight for let's just say no, five, you do the fitness. You you get the fitness going. You got to get their sweating. You got to get them going. Endorphins, yeah. You got to get them so that they're just oh, and they're because even though they're tired and exhausted, they absorb so much more in that yeah. position because everything's flowing. You know what I mean? It's like the car's yeah. warmed up. Aaron, like ten years ago, we did this thing at the gym where we had twenty students who came and studied for their SATs. And we were making a claim that by doing at the time CrossFit and then studying that you would get better SAT scores. Now it was a small sample size. We didn't continue going, but it was really interesting. We had these students that would come in every single day. They would take class and they would study for SATs and they performed really well. But back to your point, right? When you're moving and grooving and your endorphins are high, it's a great way to engage with them. So then is that then a piece of the overall workout the coach receives? So you receive the workout, a warm up, whatever, but then in addition, yeah some type of curriculum yeah. to share an insight share them to share the insight so the coach will read that go through it and look at the coach when the coach reads that he's got to like not think of oh how talking at the kids the coach when he reads that it's like okay how is this in my life mm. you know what i mean because you have to look at your life in order to be able to because everything's experience if if i'm not talking from experience then all i am is book smart you know what I mean? And book smart can only go so far, you know, but when somebody talks from a place of like my, my nephew passed away a year ago, you know what I mean? Now, and I never could understand like how that really affected families and stuff like that. Um, I deal with a lot of kids who pass away and die through this drug addiction stuff. But when it hit my family and my nephew, like a year ago, passed away from it. Now, now I'm at a whole different level where I can speak with authority that, this is what's happening. This is what it feels like. This is what the family goes through because I'm, I'm firsthand have gone through it and am going through it, you know, and how do I process that? You know, it's how do I, you know, and I, I would have never been able, I teach it way more effectively now than I do did before because it's, you know, it's, it's, I've experienced it and uh, people have, people, you don't, you don't realize how much like you for yourself have experienced through life 
until you really go back and kind of just look at this, you know, just kind of look at your life. I mean, it's, it's, it's something to look at, you know, and look, look at it and just say, man, I've been through a lot. You've been through a lot of really hard things, you know, and how did you survive it? You know, you developed coping skills to survive this stuff. I mean, you're a happy guy all the time. So you have about, I, I would think so. You seem happy. All I'm the moderately time. happy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know what I mean? But then it's like, yeah. you have experienced through, through your life, how to process that. What do you do to maintain that happiness? What do you do to maintain a happy marriage? What do you do? You have these skills that when you read this, when you read this, it'll remind you of like, oh, it's amazing how this curriculum set up. When you read this, you'll start, you'll start to have to reflect on how you treat your wife, how you treat your son, how you do that. You know what I mean? And, and even if you're not doing it correctly, these things, right, this, it, it helps you see that, oh, maybe I need to correct that or I'm doing this right. It's so heavy and it just, and then it's a process that you start setting in motion that's, that's so healing. No, I'm so excited about this, Aaron, because you and I met oh, so I long ago. And originally, yeah. you know, it's like you're a really, really, really amazing guy making a big impact on the, the island of Kauai. But with these tools, you can now make a much bigger impact. And it's like a yeah. real impact, right? Because you're providing, oh, yeah. you're almost like bridging. I get, I get goosebumps, I think, about it. It's just like, yeah, I mean, and, and, and you're doing it for the right reasons. Obviously, you want to grow yeah. this. And so, and so when is uh, the curriculum in that, that particular app going to be? coming out probably um at the end of the year hopefully okay we're, we'll finish it and then i'm going to talk to you about maybe looking into an app oh boy i know a few guys i know a few guys yeah we need to we need to get that we, your, your nc fit app is like legit that's our favorite oh and, uh, man can't, i can't say enough i really i can't say enough about it because it's like it's just you go there and it's just like man this is like so easy Oh yeah, you know? well, thank, thank and that's you. How, and that's how, that's how I want ours to be. I want it to be easy. When they go in, somebody, if it's hard, a lot of people will give up on it, you know, especially when it comes to the, the mental and the healing and all that stuff. But if you can make it easy where it's just a little bit, a little dose every day, it's, you know, it, you make you know, a huge impact. At NC Fit, we talk about this idea of like putting an effort over everything. And you put an effort across so many different things. You help so many kids and people, but you also – at least for as long as I could think of, have had a day job too of um, salvaging boats. Do you still do that? Yeah, I did that. I, I haven't. I haven't done that. A lot of my time now is going into the foundation, but I do a lot of excavating work. I do. I mean, I just still. Yeah. Dude, what's the gotta, what's the craziest uh, sal salvage? Because you, I mean, because you're like dive, 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 right? What yeah, is diving down in brown water, so you can't see nothing. I'm in a sailboat, like feel. It's like braille. I bring it. I'm just like feeling like feeling airbags up and doing, you know, and like, you know, bumping into things and, you know, you just like, it's, that's probably the nuts is when you can't see what you're doing and you got to go down and blow this boat up that you can't see. And it's all done by like, it's like I'm blind down there feeling, you know, it's, it's gnarly. I've almost drowned. I've almost like, you know, it's, it's, yeah. There's so many th things about it. And I don't, it's, you know, I don't, I'm not, I don't miss it. It's hard work, you know, it's really hard work. Yeah, but this type of work is way better. You're able to make an impact. And so, yeah, and this know, is my passion right here. Oh, hell yeah, you could tell. And so, with the trail run coming up in a week, I, I know you, you have a lot on your mind. You're, you have a lot of things going on. The island loves you for what you do for it. And, um, you know, you said it's going to be a little bit different setup. So, normally when I've gone, you know, you have like a relatively large group that starts off in some type of, for lack of a better term, corral. 
And then yeah. on the on the three, two, one, go, you have a um, some type of like Hawaiian the, dance. The drummers and the oh, dancers, yeah, and all that. It's, yeah. in, it's yeah. incredible, right? The drummers, the dancers, sets the vibe. And um, you know, we've been there on wet days. We've been there on dry days, and the wet days were fun. Um, but but for this year, you said you're doing it a little bit differently. So for those people that are attending the race, what what can they expect? Because your five and ten so k doesn't yeah. always end up being a five and ten k. It's typically a lot ish. longer. It's ish. ish. It's ish. Yeah. Yeah, you got to ish it. Um, the five and ten, yeah, it's it's so you're basically going to show everybody who pulls in. The only, we, we're not going to allow spectators or anything this year. You're going to pull in with your bib and all that, go up and park, and then come down to the entrance. And we'll have a time from seven to ten. You can show up, and we'll have all the medics, all the people, every everybody all through the trails set up. And then you'll just show up. And then if you're doing the five k, you just head, look at the clock, take your time, and go. Yep. And then, and, and so, cause I got to keep the congestion down. Yeah. That's I, I think that's and why. Yeah. And the day, and the day, and it may be, you know, it may be a blessing and be like, man, I, I should do this every year, you know, yeah. cause it's, it's, cause then everybody's not rushing. And, and, and I know when it starts, it's just like really cramped and everybody's, there's always takes a long time to ready, set, go. And it's just like, so it may be better. Well, I mean, cause and some then, of your climbs are super, super steep. And so sometimes you have like lines of people that are going up this giant hill yeah. or, I mean, you've even had ropes that come down because it's so steep. Yeah. And so, you know, having the separation. I'm reusing the first, remember the first hill, the mountain that I used in year one? Uh, it I was mean, probably steep. It's the one you go up the mountain and you come down the, the big face where it's like a big oh, dirt yeah. face. Well, you could slide down. Yeah. So that's why I get, I'm reusing that. So I'm like, oh. uh, uh, yeah, it's freaking amazing. And the views, you get up this thing, it's like, he's, it's like summiting and you get to the top and it's just like, Everything's just beautiful. It's like, man. And then, so next year, your plans are to obviously host, for those people who can't make it this year, the, um, I mean, this is going to be an annual thing, regardless of the app, regardless of anything you're doing. This is the major yeah. fundraiser every single year, right? Yeah, this is the major fundraiser. And we're doing a golf tournament, and then we're doing, yeah, and then, and then the run and the kids showcase this year. So the kids will team up with athletes, do their thing on Friday. That's when registration's happening, and, and, the, and then – Saturday, it's game on. And we're not having a luau this year. Um, we're, we have a shopping center where the, our office is, where everybody kind of congregate. You know the place where the Lappert's ice cream is? Yeah, of course. The Kukuila. So everybody will kind of just hang out there after. It's kind of like, you know, just keep it like laid back, local style. Like not all – it was getting really Hollywood. Let's put it that way. And I would just want to bring it back to the roots of like, you know, just local style, Hawaiian style. We're just get out there and – keep it simple but fun you know dude i love it man well hey you and i've got to touch base offline about the app i'm more than happy to connect you or, or do what we can with with ours um so if people want to know if people want to go on and donate so we're doing the virtual, the virtual yeah, you run, can do the, right. the virtual run you can go sign up and do the virtual and um you gotta have a, a, an awesome swag bag you're gonna get with it and you know street parking miranda they're hosting that whole event for us. So they've, I mean, it's huge what they're doing. So they, they basically said, no, we got it. We'll take care of it for you. So they're, they're managing all of that. You'll get like a free month of street parking if you sign up or however, it's just, a, it's, it's, you know, every, everybody who's been here from day one is still here. Everybody who, you know what I mean? All the sponsors that they're still with me. So it's, it's doing something right. Dude, you, know? you are and, doing um, something right. 
And so people can go to uh, Ultimate Hawaiian Trail Run and go either race in person or virtually. Yeah. Yeah. Or virtually. Yeah. So either way, it helps us hugely to, you know, to help us bring what we're doing to light, you know. And even like next, you'll probably have to come over for this. So in March, yeah, March, what I'm going to do. So I walked around the island the last time. Yep. I, wa- I walked around to raise money, those 70 miles. My feet almost fell off. And my, so, but in March, I'm going to go from Hanalei Pier. I'm going to walk to the end of the road of, and this will be our next fundraiser at the beginning of the year. I'll walk to the end of the road at, at and, um, oh my God, what's the end of the road called? Yeah, to KA Beach. So from the pier to KA Beach, that's about how many miles? Uh, I think eight. Eight miles. And then I'm going to go paddle down the Nepali coast. How many miles is that? That's like 12, 13 miles. So I'm going to paddle down that. And then I'm going to, from Polahali, I'm going to go from there and walk all the way to the Kikaha gym. And that'll be finishing the circle around the whole island. So you should definitely come out for that. Dude. Yeah, that's a, there's a bunch of people. I got like I got I got NFL players coming out to do it. I got a bunch of athletes coming out to do it. And dude, you would be. I don't know if you'd make it. It might be kind of tough. Oh, get out of here! I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's uh, let's touch base offline for sure about that. I think that you know yeah. what you're doing. I'm super super stoked on the app and what you can make an impact on. Yeah. You know, you know broadly, right? Because you've been impacting yeah. so many kids in person, but now you can do it. Uh, through different yeah. gyms and we're more than happy to support and uh, dude I love it man well thanks for your time today and uh, you know I hope uh, I hope as many people as possible go check out the ultimate Hawaiian trail run because it's a it's a great event with great people doing yeah. great things there's nothing else to say about it yeah and it's like I always said the solutions in the community and and it's this is such an overwhelming problem in, in the world you know drug addiction and all it's and, and a lot of people say it's like how can I make an impact or where could I even start you know, we're a platform that's like you can start by by donating to our platform because it's going to be something that's going to be happening real soon that we're, we're not just looking at for the island of Kauai. I'm looking to put make something that's going to change any community. You know, I've done I've done it. I've done this in a community that I'll just kind of reverse. The nice thing about Kauai, it's like a Petri dish. I tell people there's all these little communities and nobody goes anywhere. OK, so. But I put these things in a community. I get to watch how it grows. And, I, and I've been in the most low-income, neglected community on Kauai. Put a gym in there. And the person, you know, the people, there's a lot of people in these communities that want to make a change. They just don't, how do you even start? You know what I mean? And that's the thing. But when you can go there and say, here, this is how you start. This is the recipe. And, and just follow this. And here's the proof of how this works. Dude, you change communities. You just gotta give those people the direction and the hope and the support, and it's and it's it's a no-brainer. It's it's so simple. It's a recipe. You just follow it, and it, and I figured it out. It's 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 amazing. Dude, I love it, brother. Well, thank you so much. And uh, dude, I I'm gonna end on that because that was perfect. And uh, I'll catch up with you soon, huh? Okay, right on, Jason. Love you, man.